good morning. Thank you, Robert Williams, for speaking such a powerful word. Such a powerful word. When we, when any of us is absolutely clear about divine presence and speak from that place, there's no way that it can't, well, let me just say that not that there's no way, it is absolutely felt. It is absolutely felt and recognized as truth. And then if I can just meddle in y'all's business, it's at that point that you would step out of the way <laughs> and allow the thing to unfold in absolute perfect order. And so thank you, Robert. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is an adventure in faith for real, for real. That much I know for sure. Um, it's, there's not a day or many moments throughout the day where I'm not aware, at least let me not try to speak for y'all, but in my life, that I am on an adventure in faith. And the operative part of that is in faith. And so this summer, well, let me, let me ask you this first. Please have something with which you can make some notes. So that could be, you know, old school pen, paper, or it could be your smartphone, it'd be, pull your tablet out, your little laptop, what, whatever it is you're working with. Have something to work with this morning because this is, a little more intera specifically interactive. I know a lot of y'all are taking notes and carrying on because many of you let me know. Um, but today I'm asking you very specifically because I'm going to pose a few questions and I'm going to ask you to jot down your answers, your responses, not your answers, but your responses for you, for your benefit. Today is a special day. Well, the summers are always special for me at Heart and Soul because we do summer school. So we have, we're, we've just completed on Wednesday night our second uh, installment, if you will, of our summer of shift our 2022 summer school. And so I'm going to share some of that with you because it's just good for us to be there. First of all, I want to remind you that our book read for summer school, we have an annual read, which is our daily read, and it's powerful. I know some of y'all are working that. Again, shout out to Pam, Pamela Grimm, who post us, post it for us internally so that we can rock with that daily. And for summer school, our read is The Four Pivots by Dr. Sean Jenright. And I want to remind you that if you, now you know what, I brought the book up here and then decided I didn't need it right here, right now. And of course I need it right here, right now. And so I'm just going to know that, thank you, heart and soul. Thank you just for supporting the minister who just don't know what she need when she need it. So this is the book, and on the back of the book is a QR code. And even as I hold this up, if you are at home and just looking at the screen, if you take your little smartphone and put it up close, you can capture that, that QR code that is actually in the slide as well. And that will take you to a video that Dr. Sean created, a little Vimeo that talks about the book, okay? So I want you, so even if you can't join us, 
what I'm letting you know is that you can still benefit. We, I want for there to be as much of a, heart and soul to be as much of a beneficial presence as is possible. And that can't stop just because you can't be in the room or just because you can't tune in. Do not believe that you can't get, on, get in on it and break you off a piece, okay? Because the intention and the way it's designed is so that you can still get the pieces that you can get, yes? So here's another piece that you can get. Uh, Dr. Sean did, was on uh, Brene's, Brene Brown's podcast. And it's phenomenal. Some of you are already rocking and clapping and nodding and carrying on. Yes, if you have not heard it, I'm going to prescribe it. And it's a, it's a 90 minutes, so you can break it into small pieces or you can just give yourself a time out and rock with it in one sitting. However you want to do it, I'm suggesting that you get some of that. There are ways to involve yourself in this beneficial presence and get the full value of being a part of heart and soul and having the benefit of what we're up to. Part of the homework for last Wednesday was to do some mirror work. Now, I believe my life is a testimony to mirror work. A lot of y'all didn't know me. Some of y'all did before I started mirror work back in the 80s. But I have to tell you, it transformed my sense of who I am, whose I am, and how I am to be on the planet. Now, before you screw up your face, I'm not done yet. This is not me pretending like I did it in the 80s and look at me because I'd worked it out because that's not so. I'm doing this mirror work with everybody else. So it's a daily. We're suggesting, we're asking, we're imploring you to do five minutes a day in the mirror. Just now, if you want to go for gold, do it nude. Just strip down. Because why? I think for some of y'all, it's obvious. When you take all of the covering away, it's just you and you and you. Some of y'all are like, Rev, you didn't gone too far, but that's why you chose me. Because you know I'm going to go all the way with it. So you choose. Wear a hat and gloves. You can just put on the works. Do it with your mask on. Or on the other end of the spectrum, you can strip down and leave nothing but your clear intention and your dedication to you transforming your life. Now, the only way I could possibly know that is to have done it. So I'm just going to expose that part. The only way I could know that would be to have done it. But I'm here to tell you it makes a difference. When you're looking at you and nothing but you. So for today, today's mirror work, and I'm going to ask us to do it. We're not going to do the five minutes, but I'm going to plant the seed, yes? And this is why I wanted you to have something with which to write, something with which to capture your idea and intention. So for today, it is I see you. In the mirror, just picture. You could allow your eyes to close and just see you. And you're saying to yourself, I see you. I love you. And I so appreciate you for. And this is where you fill in the rest of it. Now, here's the thing. Because I'm looking at y'all, 
and even y'all at home. Y'all remember back in the day when the television people would pretend like they could see you? I'm going to do that today. I'm seeing the people in the room, and I'm seeing y'all at home, too. Don't cover up. Just know I'm seeing you, but just in a spiritual way. (laughs) So look, here's what I know in terms of of affirming that. That I'm going to go back here if I can get get my wits about me. I see you. I love you. And I so appreciate you for showing up for heart and soul for showing up in a myriad way, just tuning in, coming in. I'm even going to appreciate you for having set an intention, even if you didn't meet it today. If you're viewing this later, I'm appreciating you for being here with heart and soul whenever, however, howsoever it unfolds. I see you. I love you. And I appreciate you for showing up. Now just breathe that in. And now I ask that you make a note for yourself about you. You're saying to you, and it's all right if you say this aloud with me, I see you, I love you, and I appreciate you for, and just capture that idea. Thank you. We're going to do a few more similar where I'm going to ask you to just capture the idea because I don't want, you know, through the day, I don't want you to lose this awareness, this perfect truth that's being revealed to you. So this is the fifth Sunday during the summer for many years has been our sacred service Sunday. And when we were in the building and we had two services on this Sunday during the summer, we would only have uh, one service. And then the second service, we'd just celebrate, we'd party, we'd share food, we'd just have a good time with that. So we're not doing it the same way, we just, it's not yet time for that. Y'all know, y'all, y'all know. Okay, so we're not doing that, but we're still celebrating sacred service. And what feeds my heart and soul at Heart and Soul Center of Light is, this is what, this is your next sentence, Tim, is why are you here? Why heart and soul? What is it that feeds your heart and your soul in being at Heart and Soul? Now, this, we may not be your main spot, and that's all right, but whenever you drop in, Whenever you slide in there, what is it that feeds your heart and soul when you hang out with us? Yes, that's my question. My answer is you. You. Whether I know your name, whether we have connected, or to whatever degree we have, it's you. It's like I said earlier that you show up howsoever you show up, whensoever you show up. It's you. So what feeds your heart and soul?
Oh, thank you. <laughs> hmm. Sometimes when I get sign language, <laughs> forgive me, but I had no idea what that sign was. <laughs> and I was trying to figure it out. Okay. So here we go. So what is it for you? Sacred service feeds our heart and our soul. It's how heart and soul center of light has come to be. There's no way we could do it by, with paid staff. There's no way we could do it. Um, and churches everywhere and nonprofits everywhere, it's about the sacred service. So look, I see you, beloveds, I see you I love you, and I so appreciate your generously sharing your time, your talents, and your treasure with heart and soul. I want you to know that you make a difference at whatever level that you share and have shared and are sharing. Ernest Holmes, in the Science of Mind textbook, in the glossary under service, he says, service is the keynote to success and implies constructive work, also loyalty to your work, and all concerned in it. I asked Reverend Jack, who's speaking in Fresno today, if he would bring a word around service very specific to heart and soul. And so... Now I offer you Reverend Jack Elliott. Good morning, Heart and Soul family. My name is Reverend Jack Elliott. I am the president of your board of trustees. I am so glad you joined us for Sacred Service Sunday here at Heart and Soul Center of Light. Today, I want to talk to you about one of our circles. It's one of those circles that makes the magic happen and many people don't even realize what it is that they do. I'm talking about the beautification and facilities circle. You know, we recently lost one of our beloved co-leads. Everett Ursary transitioned a few weeks ago. And I wanna take a moment to lift him up by asking you to take a look around the room if you're joining us at our facility. And if you're joining us virtually, take a look at the stage before you and how the stage is dressed. What I want you to know that there is not a chair, there is not a picture, there is not a monitor, there is not a microphone stand, there is not a podium, there is not a plant, there is not a thing before your eyes that Everett did not touch with his hands, his heart, or his eyes. He was instrumental in helping me transform the building from what it was to this beautiful space that you have before you now. On behalf of Valda Earl, Anthony Dart, Warren White, and Michael Wilkins, we say thank you, Everett, for being such a personification of what it is to be in sacred service. He did it all with love. 
Now we have a void. And so if you ever have felt called to be in sacred service, I hope you will consider being a part of the beautification and facilities team. Maybe you feel called to vacuum one day a week. Maybe you feel called to, to dust, to organize, to put flower arrangements together, to do something to give the gift that you have within you for being in sacred service. So thank you to everyone who has volunteered, who has helped us transform this building into the building that is today. On behalf of the beautification team, on behalf of the facilities team, and be on behalf of the board of trustees, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. his apologies you know when you videotape something and then afterwards you you take that final look at it after it's already been submitted he realized that he left out the calvins ernestine and dan but you saw their name on the slide but there's no way to leave them out <laughs> no way to leave them out as founding members their fingerprints are pretty much on everything as well so as we were preparing for for our sacred service day and just looking at where we are at this time what we realized was that there was that what a void Everett's passing created for us in sacred service because he was an exemplar of sacred service in actual facilitation of the service actually engaged in it, but the very idea and attitude and energy of it as well. And those are, that's, mm, yeah, that, that's not always the package. You know, we're grateful however it comes, but if you've ever led something, there really is something about how folks do the thing they do. And so what we realized was it was important to lift him up so that y'all would know how great the need is. Sometimes you don't see what folks are doing and you don't know how much is being done, but it's in that moment, I, I was aware of how many times I, since his passing that I thought about calling him about something for heart and soul. And I was shocked. I thought I had no idea how much I depended upon either him either responding with guidance or, or getting somebody to do the thing, handling a thing, just all of that. I thought, oh my goodness, I had no idea how often I was calling that man about something for heart and soul. So this is our opportunity to, to let you know that there are many people serving in amazing ways and we need more help. We need more help. So what feeds my heart and soul at Heart and Soul Center of Light is, and I'm going to ask you to do this one as well, is active supporting members residing beyond our local area. And while we've always had some folks like the Calvins who live out in Stockton, who make the commute and different folks in different areas, but now we have members in Costa Rica 
and in Brazil and truly outlying. We have members back east, members in Detroit specifically. We have members all over and sometimes they make it back to be with us in person and sometimes they don't. What makes a difference is how they serve though. So what is it for you that feeds your heart at heart and soul? My prayer is that you have more than one thing. So I'm going to ask you to make a note of the next one as well. I'm going to invoke Saubona. It's a Zulu greeting that literally means I see you because I want you to know that I see you. And Saubona, I mean, I see you. I see your willingness. I see your love. I see your deep caring. I see your your heart for heart and soul. Saubona as the Zulu greeting is more than just words of politeness. It carries the importance of recognizing the worth and the dignity of each person. It says, I see the whole of you. I see your experiences, your passions, your pain, your strength and weaknesses and your future. It says you are important to me and I value you. This is what we endeavor to practice in our sacred service. And I'm going to ask Danielle, thank you, thank you, to share some words. Danielle leads our um, audio team. Danielle. Good morning, everyone. Um, I also had the pleasure and honor to uh, serve with Everett. Um, He was on my team for about six years. Um, And I just wrote some words um, to kind of speak about him and his service. Um, My friend Everett, I consider myself blessed to have known you, to have served with you, to have shared space with you. While serving on the audio team, most times the answer was yes or sure, followed with a halo emoji. (laughs) Anytime I asked for support, or you would just offer to help before I even knew there was a need. I guess the halo emoji was always appropriate because you were definitely an angel here on earth. You are woven into the fabric of heart and soul and would be missed on the Sunday mornings when you would help prepare the space for us or on, or on first Sundays, your audio Sunday, when you will often forget to plug in Rev's mic and say, I can't seem to get Rev's mic to work. And I ask, did you plug it in? And then you would just chuckle, pat your brow with your handkerchief, and walk away. You made sure you, we felt at home here. There isn't a room in this building that doesn't have your imprint. I hope you knew how much you were appreciated and love, not just for your service, but for being a bomb human being. Your spirit, your booming but still soft voice will be fondly remembered. I pray you ascend it with peace on your heart because you deserve nothing less. Thank you. Thanks again, Everett. Salbona, Everett. You know, we were a little, or I was, a little reluctant on the one hand of focusing on our beloved Everett because I didn't want it to feel like, thank you, Danielle. Let me just say thank you. Thank you for that. 
I was concerned that there will be a memorial service, his family, a celebration of his life. Uh, his family is uh, looking at October as a time that will work for them. And I didn't, that's not what we're doing. But I couldn't, to balance that, I couldn't figure out how we would do this and not talk about the elephant in the room, <laughs> which is that there is so much when you have someone who's doing so much. So thank you, Danielle, and thank you, Reverend Jack. I'm going to ask you again to look at what, no, no, I'm not, because y'all are already looking at what, fe the, thing, the thing about Everett for me is that one of the things is he was aware and could speak to that all he did, he was doing for him. I, I don't, everybody doesn't understand what I'm talking about, though. See, it's only if you're not serving, you may not understand that nuance. That he was clearly aware and would say, it's almost like I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. He was doing it for the expansion of his life. For the entire time that I knew Everett, I watched him work on transforming his living. And he did. And so he saw this as a part of that. And so there's a song that, I think Michael Gott wrote this song. Yes, Michael Gott, this is a Michael Gott song that says, it is joy to my soul. Y'all need to understand sometimes that this, all that heart and soul is and everyone that contributes, I am declaring using the lyrics from Michael Gott's song, is it is joy to my soul. And I breathe out a simple prayer of thank you. And my breath becomes a song that was singing all along. Come on, Tyrone and Thomas. That was even more perfect than I'd imagined. <laughs> you know, when you produce a Sunday service, you just imagine how the pieces come together. Thank you, Tyrone, and thank you, Thomas. Thank you. So what feeds my heart and soul at Heart and Soul Center of Light is the music ministry. <laughs> and our authentic community connections, the way that that just ripples out into other communities and into other participants and the way we open our heart in an inclusive way. And that brings me appropriately to Umbutu. I am because you are, is how that kind of translates. It literally means that a person, part of the phrase that I cannot, because I do not speak Zulu or any of the Bantu languages, etc., but it literally means that a person is a person through other people. So you, not, you don't get to be a person just over there isolated doing you. I mean, you are, you're human, but it's the human interaction that we're highlighting here that becomes imp important here. It has its roots in humanist African philosophy, where the idea of community, 
common unity is one of the building blocks of society. It's not just the thing that's happening over there with that group of people, and it's special, and so we're going to highlight it on the news at 6. It's that it's our way of living. It's the connection about concepts of common humanity, of oneness. Humanity means you and me, both of us. You know, the language isn't clear because there's really only one of us, and yet I want to reinforce, I want to implant the seed that it's you and I. It's both of us, it's all of us. And yet, after we get finished getting that clear, we're going to acknowledge there's only one of us. I know it can be confusing, but I'm going to need you to just rock with me. Look, on page 124 of the four pivots, Dr. Sean, in talking about the term Ubuntu, he reminds us that it was popularized here in the West by the amazing Bishop Desmond Tutu, who in 1999 wrote in his book, so he's quoting Bishop Desmond Tutu here in, in The Four Pivots. He says, Bishop Tutu, that is, says, Umbutu is difficult to render in a Western language. Now, that would be like a whole little workshop. Just that part. You, do you understand what I mean? Just so that we could unpack why that would be so difficult. Why the simplicity of acknowledging humanity would be a difficult concept for us. It just is. So that's all I can say right now is it is, and, you know, imagining justice is probably going to do something with that. But, because let me just read the rest of this. He says it speaks to the very essence of being human. When you want to give high praise to someone, we say, you unumutu. He or she has umbutu. This means that they are generous, that they are hospitable, that they are friendly, that they are caring and compassionate. It means that my humanity is caught up, inextricably bound up in theirs. It's the connectivity. I am human. Because I belong. I participate. I share. In a smaller universe of heart and soul, you are a part of heart and soul because you care. Because you participate. Because you feel, experience, honor your sense of oneness with as many of us as you possibly can. I mean, we have to do this work from where we are. Y'all have heard me say many times, this is not a mountaintop teaching. I have not been beamed down from some evolved, transformed place. This is me working it out right here in this realm. I get a lot wrong, a lot wrong. And you'll catch me doing my best to do my mirror work so I can see where are my fingerprints in this mess. 
What did I do? How did I do it? What didn't I know? What was I pretending? Well, I'm not just going to do my work right here in front of y'all. Okay, here we go. Look, 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 look. This notion, and this is why I continue to pose the question for you, what feeds your heart and soul at heart and soul? Because you need to know it's going to make a difference in how you be. If you don't know we feeding you, then you're not going to act like you've been fed. See, you're probably going to be standing in line saying, I'm hungry, I'm starving, why aren't y'all doing anything? But if you begin to notice, if you do your mirror work, if you see and ask yourself, what's feeding my heart and soul? Why do I get up and go in there? Why do I tune in? Why do I send my, my gracious giving or my tithe if you're at that level of, of getting how, it, how, how life really gets to be the way it is? Why is it that I share any part of my time, my talent, or, and or my treasure? When you answer that question, you'll know, like my mama used to say, what side your bread is buttered on. And when you know that, you'll know something else. So my answer right now, and I have like a whole list. I'm just breaking off little pieces here and there. What feeds my heart and soul at Heart and Soul Center of Light is dedicated, committed heart and soulers serving and playing in loving kindness. I'm going to ask Reverend Angelo Allen to... say a few words to essentially close us out in this particular segment. Reverend Angela. Thank you, Dr. Andriette. Good morning, heart and soul. So I'll, I'll be relatively brief because I think what I have to share is, is pretty straightforward once you think about it. The question or the comment that I most often hear from prospective sacred service volunteers, those who are thinking about offering their time and their talent is like, well, which ministry should I serve? Where, where do I fit in? Which, which one is the right one for me? And I, I want to just offer that it's not so much about what we do as volunteers, but who we be, the love we bring, what we bring. You know, um, over the past couple of years, as Dr. Andriette has mentioned, we've gone through a lot of change here at Heart and Soul. And for a good deal of that time, I have often been here in this facility every single day, working on you know, the, the live stream technology or some bit of content that we're preparing for you or whatever it was. But what I can tell you is that on most of those days, probably 95 to 99% of the time, either Everett was here or he came in during the day while I was here. And the reason why I want to lift him up on top of the share that Reverend Jack did and, and Rev, uh, Danielle so beautifully mentioned is I don't think Everett ever wondered about where he fit in. I mean, sure, he had his, his, his area, 
that, that he worked in, but I could watch Air Everett from back there in the crow's nest and see him just walking around looking. And he would get ideas. He would go, well, maybe this could be, you know, or you know what? I think I could fix this over here. Or maybe we could get somebody to whatever it brought. And I think what all of us have the opportunity to bring is just our love, our willingness to, to see whatever it is and allow our love to dictate where we fit in and how we fit in. Believe me, if you come to Heart and Soul or, or contact Heart and Soul, I don't care where you are, whether you're in Hilo, Hawaii, or uh, Paca, Brazil, or you know, anywhere in the world, and you want to serve at Heart and Soul Center of Light, all you have to do is contact Heart and Soul. Be led by your love and know that we've got a place for you. Whatever your speciality is, we know it's the right thing. Whatever your heart is leading you to, and if your heart is a wide open space that just says, use me, you know we got you. So thank you so much for your big heart for your big yes, for your willingness to love heart and soul, Center of Light. Thank you. There's no way for us to be heart and soul without those who help in all of the ways. Now, there are those, those teams, if you will, that what Reverend Angelo said is absolutely true. If you're willing to serve, let us know. In some cases, there's some training that would be appropriate. In other cases, you're just bringing your heart and show up, and we can, you know, there's a place for you. There are some circles that are a little more complex and have a little more stuff to them. And I'm going to share a couple of those because I want to, um, to just acknowledge those folks who are serving at that level. So I lead the, our heart and soul ministerial team. So that is Reverend Angelo, Reverend Jack and myself are, make up our heart and soul CSL licensed ordained minister uh, core for heart and soul. We also have the board of trustees. Reverend Jack Elliott is the president. David Walker is treasurer. Damali Robertson is secretary. Makani Timba is a trustee. And I am also a trustee. There is also the CSL licensed practitioners at Heart and Soul. And these are the ones that it would take more than just saying, oh, I want to be a practitioner. And so we just, you know, kind of pull up a chair for you as a part of that because the folks on this list have gone through the training, et cetera, that was licensing that is required in order to be a practitioner. But I just want to acknowledge the tremendous service and all that it takes. Uh, Suzette Celeste Johnson is our Director of Adult Education, and this team changes depending upon what we are teaching. So that's kind of an ad hoc. She beautifully manages the teams that have to coalesce to teach at various times. There's also our leadership team, and this, I lead our leadership Ignite, our, our Ignite leadership team, and that's composed of each of the individual co-leads or leads for any and all of our teams. And so that group meets monthly, uh, at least, <laughs> I would say. And so beyond that, 
I want you to know just how grateful we are. And so I'm going to ask you whether you're at home or whether you, and what's on the screen now are those individuals who serve as our Ignite leads. And so if you will just tune in to your screens, this is an acknowledgement of all of the teams that serve and include all of the folks that we are aware of on each team. So this is a shout out for team leads to make sure that your lists are updated so that because this is what's driving it, and know that whether your name is here or not, we love and appreciate you, and we see you through your contribution of your time, your talent, and your treasure. Thank you so very, very much. And after this, another Michael Gottune amazing things. Because as all of this unfolds, what I want to leave you with is you will do, we will do amazing things because of you. You, with the choice that each day brings, the lyric says, and with every step we take, bless the progress that we make. The reason we live is that in every gift we give, love your life, love your dreams. We, heart and soul family, will do amazing things. Thank you. So before they sing, I want you to see all of the folks who contribute their time and talent, and I want you to be willing to join this list as well. Thank you. So I am so grateful to Tyrone Cozy and Thomas Hughes for being our musical inspiration today and especially for delivering and reminding us of the amazing things, the amazing lives we're living, the amazing aspect of everything, heart and soul is amazing. If I say so myself, amazing. You are amazing. Wherever you are right now, whatever you're up to, hear me. I see you and I recognize you as amazing. We are amazing without exception. And that's how we do amazing things. 
That's how we have amazing lives. I'm really wanting to, for us to download this concept. It's not easy for everybody. But I'm wanting us to expand our hearts and our minds in a way that we can really get it. So this is the time. I'm going to ask that everyone who's in the room, would you stay after? So after we do Love Matters, stay because there's some announcements that you need to hear. Um, But for right now, I'm going to actually use part of the lyrics for Amazing Things to take us into our moment of prayer, our closing prayer, to just remind you that, as Michael Gott wrote, with the choice each new day brings and every step we take, bless the progress that we make. The reason we live is there in every gift we give. Love your life. Love your dreams. We will do amazing things. So it is in this awareness, in this divine and perfect awareness that the amazing nature of the divine, the whole perfect and complete nature of the divine, the living one, the strong one, amazingly expressing in and as each and every one of us in every moment. Amazing. It is literally amazing that we are breathing the breath of God, even as the breath of God is breathing us. It is amazing that we are living the life of God, even as the life of God is living us all the time, always, in all ways. It is amazing. None of us, none of us can can explain clearly so that another could understand how it is that we are being breathed by the divine. Some would say breathing that same breath that is logged in Genesis. One breath, one life, amazing in every way. We are already being and doing and having amazing. Oh, I'm rejoicing. I'm rejoicing that for anyone who is in prayer for health and well-being, for anyone who is in prayer for an abundance of, of all things good, for prosperity, for the ability to pay the bill that's already overdue, for the one who is trying to heal a relationship, I am declaring we are being amazing. And that we are doing amazing. And that as the lyric says, that you don't have to worry about when or where or how. That we don't need to know that right now. Come on. Come on, Michael. God, teach. Teach in the lyric that that's not our business about the when and the where and the how of it. Our work is to know. And to know that we know. 
We don't need to look ahead or back. Just be in this here and now. Oh, I'm so grateful for these lyrics. I'm so grateful for the fact that we can take this with us, that we can hum it, that we can sing it, that we can know it, that we can be it, that we can breathe this in and transform our being. Oh, I'm just giving thanks. Giving thanks for the divine unfoldment of this word. What I know for sure is that my word cannot possibly return void. That there is a power that is within it because it's true. And truth has its own power. And so I know that it must absolutely manifest in right and perfect form for each one. For the ones leaving on their life's journey, for the families, for the, for the friends, for the, for the loved ones, for, for all of us around health and well-being, around where to and how to and when to, it is known by the amazing. Our work is to tap in. Oh, so it is an absolute perfect gratitude. That I know, and I know that I know that this is done and done well in the divine. That there is a perfect order that unfolds perfectly right here. It's amazing in its own way. And so I simply let it be. Releasing this word, this word of truth, this word of power, this word of knowing, this amazing word. I release it knowing that it's done. Into the perfect activity of law, I accept it as so. Now and forevermore. And I let it be simply by saying, Ashe. Amen. And so it is. Love matters.